0: Okay, so
1: pressing. Smell the The pharmacia. Pharmacia. Pharmacia smells good. Oh my god. uh, Uh, Okay, I'm gonna try spicy margarita. That sounds really good. I've had the spicy margarita before. It's delicious. Are these bitters? This is alcohol. They're fancy cocktails. Oh, they're just mm-hmm. over that. that's all you We don't need this? No. No, that's all she needs. She's an alcoholic. That's all she That's a lot. This is <laughs> nothing. Catch me at the end of a night. Yeah. How many times
2: do we do Bazzle? <laughs> <laughs> I am Bazzle. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, let me. I gotta disconnect. I'll take my phone. Mm-hmm.
2: Can
1: we get, can get so a get cheers really going?
0: <laughs> Alright guys, we're live um, Welcome to This week's Slavic Squad Which is going to be Embezzled uh, With my guest Don Christian and Mercy Thank you for doing this with me
1: uh, embezzled. embezzled Embezzled
2: Embezzled
1: <laughs> What is embezzled <laughs> We
2: still don't know we
1: still don't know. <laughs> Can we get a cheers going? Like, yeah. Cheers, yes. Cheers. cheers so, yeah.
0: Uh, a little bit of background for everyone. John um, and Mercy are running um, a co op, an art space, an enclave. An enclave in Crown Heights.
2: Yeah, we don't know. We were trying to figure out what to call it this morning. We like Enclave.
1: Enclave Sanctuary.
0: I like Enclave because it's like
1: It sounds mysterious.
0: Yeah, it also involves the physical space. Yeah, I like that. It is an enclave. An
2: enclave. An oasis.
0: It is an oasis too. So far. Um so this enclave is in Crown Heights on Franklin and Park Place, for those of you who are curious and want to check it out. Um and Uh, I've been helping them set up their own radio station and this is our first experiment. I'm giving them this hour on uh, Kegis to experiment with. Um, And yeah. We love it. We live to Mm. see it. Um, Do you guys want to tell me a little bit about how you got this idea?
1: Wow. For Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Or no, for, well, public assistance. Oh, also, check them out on Instagram. That's the only place. At up? public assistance, yes.
1: Yeah. Multiple
2: assistance. Oh, Yeah, like plural of people, not a
0: general yeah. idea. It's like a
2: quadruple entendre
0: at
1: this point. I love it. Yeah. Is there even such a thing as a quadruple entendre? I don't know what they We're going to find you. out. <laughs> it's a quantandra. Quant Quantandra! I like it. I love it. Quantandra. That's my daughter. <laughs> that is so cute. Come Quant- on, Yeah. I mean, Public Assistance was
2: my Finsta for a year. And it was just where I posted either memes and then deleted them. And then I started to post the work of my friends. So if I went to an art show of a friend, or I went to a performance of a friend, or if a friend put out a book, I would post that. And then COVID hit (coughs) and then, you know, we in so many ways inherited this space and with the help of you and everyone, it's become something other that we have yet to place. Mercy has been here every day. We've been here every day for 21 consecutive days.
0: Champions
1: champs we're the champs yeah
2: oh yeah i don't know mercy you what is what has this been for you how did this
1: come about for you um you know you wrote me was like i'm here come anytime i'm like okay i'm like i don't want to come the same day like let me come the same day (laughs) and it's been like so beautiful to watch everything come together Like, to see... Like, even before we started producing a lot of the resistance media. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just beautiful. It's just a raw space for you like, you know... Do whatever you want. And we're doing that now. And also, because I hate it at home. Like, there's nothing to do Mm -hmm. at home. And I was like... I can't not do something. Like, I'm in this space. COVID has, like, now forced all creatives to really... Reimagine what it means to be creative mm-hmm. and so you know you have to really look at home and find the beauty of the home it's like now nah, that's all used use that what's next mm-hmm. and so it's like here is like we're always reimagining stuff so. and so like i love it here
2: me too me too it's yeah i mean yeah so i had been doing like banners for some of the actions but at other spaces and then like it also became this language of like discretion and like having to move from different spaces and like seeing who's watching and like some of them were like pretty visible on the you know on the street we were painting like a bunch of this resistance signage resistant signage and i was left to then be like is it okay to do this in public or like what's the benefits of hiding um so that's kind of been awesome to have this space to do that amongst so many other things, amidst COVID and trying our you know our best to like you know be cautious, um, but there was such a need, a dire need for this in our community that I didn't even realize. I did not understand yet. So,
0: yeah. Can I say that? I think that it's. There's nothing wrong about making the signage, but probably like once you invite people, you probably felt responsible to be their bodyguards in some way. I'm sure that that was a huge element. Definitely. Which is another reason why this is this isn't enclave because you can shut the doors on people mm-hmm. if you need to. Which
2: we are now utilizing the doors more. You know, I think we have to come into this, our own existence and like figure out just how amorphous, how like, uh, how much we actually respond to this block and how open we are to the public. Um, But that has also been like a huge part of this is, like we couldn't have done as much as we've done had we not gotten to know the block immediately. You know, the people that are, we live next to, so, it's and they moment.
0: respond.
2: They do. They do. So that was the beauty in it. This like uh, yeah, falling in love with Brooklyn again <laughs> and being reminded that people are are good people like and it's everything else that keeps them from being that. It's the world and it's just shit that keeps them from being that. But everyone here has been so kind in this neighborhood. We have relied fully off donations of supplies, food, gear, paint, materials, to feed ourselves, to go home like nourished and full after really long days of work. That feels so good. It's new to me. It's fully
0: new to me. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: What else, How, how else are we trying to embezzle? Uh,
1: <laughs> Listen, we are applying for these grants. We want the bag. We want the. We want the money. Like it's so much that we can do here, and it's like you know, it doesn't grow on trees. And it's so interesting that now a lot of this money is free flowing. So whereas before, before the pandemic, it was much harder to come across some of the funds that we have been so lucky. To receive, so now I was just like, you know, the pandemic's unfortunate, but yes, girl, like, bitch, I mean, so let's, let's <laughs> get a really bag. Like,
2: it's really odd that like all this money is seemingly coming out of nowhere when we've been asking and needing it for so long. And but it's also like just double edged that it's beautiful and it's helping everything.
0: Will fear either give?s like puts the best in people or the worst in people, and like there's a lot of people who also probably feel financial security out of getting a grant from the government a week, which I'm getting right now, and it's like my career is totally fucked. But I'm like, hey, I, I get a grant a week, which is still pretty solid, and like. Mm-hmm. Fully. I like, mean, I will redistribute that wealth happily because I know that it's, like, my root. I'm essentially stealing from the government. Fully. <laughs> and that is what we are doing here. I feel like that's what a bunch of us
2: have been doing our whole lives. You know, this mutual
1: aid thing is nothing mm-hmm. new. It's here. not new. It's, it's not popular. Um, it's just that a lot of people are coming into consciousness. It's true. It's, like, a moment
2: of reckoning. Yup. And this is, like, so I'm on unemployment for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm getting snap benefits for the first time in my life when I like probably should have since I've been here I've been Mm -hmm. in New York for 8 years should have been you know been had it but I felt some type of way feeling like I was undeserving or like there was other people that needed it more which there surely are but like now I'm getting the most consistent paycheck I have Mm -hmm. ever received and that is the only reason why I'm able to do this work with you all Mm -hmm. um so I'm just grateful and that's my you know that's my perspective I can't put that on anyone else I know there are a bunch of other people more radical than I uh, more radicalized like activists sex workers like you know people that like still refuse to do that and say so I'm not gonna take that government money and I respect that choice but like I but you better get that, that back yeah
1: baby <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um
0: yeah. I am a union member and have gone off on and off unemployment for years and I am like such a huge proponent, have like tried to convince so many people like over the years to go on unemployment and people are so afraid of it. Mm -hmm. Like there's such a shame and stigma on it. Surely. And and it's like I've been desensitized. I'm like, fuck yeah, like I need a free money, like I'm there. So um we going to rant about capitalism
2: and how normal it is. We, but. we all we all know that here. I feel like our listeners will know that. But I mean, there's so much to expound like on. You can go deep. Why evil? Why, just how evil it is. But I don't know. We could keep it light too. These drinks are very. These drinks okay. are <laughs> very
1: cute. Like. And it presented so well, like, these look I'm like tinctures almost. I was like, yes, and then the proportions of, like, the garnish. Yeah, you know,
0: I wanted, I wanted it to be, so usually whenever I have guests, I give them cans of sake, which, like, I wanted it to be a little bit more special, because, yeah, hard, times are hard, and, like, I like there's very little joy and like this is a pocket of joy that like I am very peripherally like just like infusing something into a lot yourself.
2: you've infused a lot I mean you really set up the infrastructure for something like
0: this so we really appreciate it. Thanks. So, cheers to <laughs> you.
3: Thanks.
0: But it's actually like another th- like the thing that I was thinking about when I was here and like Thinking about getting, like, thinking about some, getting something like this off the ground, is how crazy it is that like new arts collectives don't pop up all the time in New York because we just don't have the real estate. Like, real estate is just a fucking pipe dream. Even if you get, if, like, even if you get the money, most of that money usually goes into paying the rent. And like, this is such we have access to the space. Without that, and that is such a blessing, and it's so fucked up that like cities, which are like supposed to be these pockets of opportunity because yeah, you're yeah, in yeah. close proximity with so many people, like actually shut you the fuck out of all of it.
2: It's wild. It is absolutely wild. And to know that so much of this real estate is they just can't, sitting empty. Is It's 40% of Manhattan um, uh, residential is uninhabited as they continue to build, build, build. Like, Hudson Yards is despicable. Like, there's no one in any of these buildings.
1: That's the thing that gets me the most. Like, being downtown and the city, you see a lot of these, like, luxury condos that have been there for years and only have, like, 10 people that live in, like, 50 stories.
0: Most most of the luxury condos that have been built up in the past 10 years, like, like, are so unaffordable that most of them, like, a lot of TV in New York has moved to New York because they're using, like, all the condos on Williamsburg on the waterfront. Like, The Good Wife basically supported them for years because they would just rent them out of studios because they knew that nobody could afford to buy them, which is crazy, which is, like, been been really good for my career, you know, but it's, like, (laughs) that's fucked up. It's fucked. We just
1: did Williamsburg. Williamsburg got it so good Saturday. We did on Saturday.
0: dirty on Saturday. Yeah, so can you guys tell me
1: a little bit about that? Do you guys. um, <laughs> what, like the chant or the march in general? Well, I
2: guess. All of it. See, I don't even know, like, again, like, discretion. Like, I don't even want to... I'm not sure how much we can divulge about all we do.
1: Okay, so I'm just going to give you this. The march on Saturday was a march for all women and. We say women with the X in place of the E because, you know, I guess like it's not quite coming to me. I'm guessing it's inclusive of all people who identify as women or femmes. And and our passing through Williamsburg because now New York is in phase two, so, you know, restaurants are open and, you know, all that jazzy shit. But what we encountered were all these people eating at restaurants outside, like tables. And, like, they're all just looking at us like we're crazy. Like, not no affirmation of what we're marching for. Like, just I mean, they looking like, at us like it was some shit that you see in a movie. Like, they were like, what's going on here? No cheering for the crowd. No acknowledgement. Yes! You people are a part of the problem. You're not even eating with masks on or anything. Well, what like, were we saying? It was like, fire, fire, gentrifier. Fire. fire, fire, fire. Like, fire. I thought they were saying liar, liar, gentrified. I, like, I saying fuck saying with that liar. too. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of them were
2: good, I and mean, we was it was we were switching. And it was, Black people used to live here.
1: That black was beautiful. Women used to live here,
2: but I mean, like, even if black women didn't used to live there, right? Mm-hmm. Indigenous people used to live there. That go unacknowledged every day. Like that is the predicating genocide, and like that everything is founded on that we don't acknowledge ever. And these people are so able to com- compartmentalize and put these things in a vacuum as if they are not entirely interconnected. And it's just appalling. Like, when we got to Greenpoint, it was, you know, it was just a lot. To Where see is that neighborhood? Out, to see people come outside their homes and to be like, go home, go home, you're wrong, you're wrong. It was, as we ended this beautiful day, really upset me
1: caught in the rain twice was it okay may I ask were those people who were telling you to go home were they like
0: yuppies or were they foolish people
2: those were foolish people so that was also something we had to encounter and like understandably so that they should or might feel a type of way but what I'm what I mean is that these issues are so insidious and run so deep that they themselves are not extricable from them, like they're not extricable from indigenous genocide in America that they are immigrants to. And like, you know.
0: Well, and it's also like, you motherfuckers came here because you were fucking like persecuted in your own homes. Literally, almost, like, literally. And it's like, you know what this feels like. This right. is like, that is okay, what, that, yes. here's yes. here's my thing. Slavs, like the ethnic group of Slavs, they're called that because basically they, they were the slaves of both Europe and, like, East, Middle East, like, basically, like, they got enslaved so often that they got called the slavish people, and it's, like, so astounding to me that those people, like, my people are the people who come to America to, like, seek freedom, and then that freedom is just, like...
1: Shitting on other people because for the first time they're not in the bottom. And that—that's the thing that coming here for people who don't obviously present as black in this country. Now that they come to America, they're able to buy into whiteness. Right. So those Slavic, you know, those Polish people can tell us to go home. Right. When they leave America, it's back to the bottom of the barrel. And so it's like it's and, really and jarring. And it's, it's really it's jarring. It's like
2: psychologically violent. It's this, like...
0: But it's also violent towards them. That is That, like, represents, like, such a profound self-hatred that you don't feel like you're adequate and you have to be, like, a cheerleader for, like... so. And it's, like, I see that. Like, I see that in... Like, I am a Serbian immigrant. Like, I was able to, like, have the luxury of coming to New York and, like, having some amount of
4: awareness from the moment that I stepped foot here and like my
0: parents were progressive always and all that, but like everybody in my community, like I had so much shame about like being from Serbia because I'm like everybody else is such a spectacular piece of shit, and it's like really the white people hate you too. Like the second you open your mouth and they hear your accent, like they hate you too. Like they right. think the advocacy of one's
4: oppressor is really
2: hard. It's to so
0: bear. fucked up.
2: So that's why we had this banner. We made this really huge banner that said, your liberation is bound in my liberation. Yeah. And that led to march. I mean, we did eight portraits of black women that are martyrs of the movement across decades, um, centuries, really. So it was just crazy. It was wild. And then it went viral on the Shade Room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, paid attention to the one on baller alert more because okay. I am not fond of the shade room. Oh, They're sure, yeah. very trans antagonistic absolutely. and i absolutely I'm I'm not fond of them. So yeah.
2: Baller alert too,
1: no. I don't pay attention to them like that, but from the few times I have been on the shade room as of before I unfollow them, it's like they'll post a queer or trans issue and you just watch the vitriol that come in the comments. I'm like Damn, like, what did some of us ever do to you people who write these things?
2: But now the Shade Room, uh, Baller Alert, are becoming these, like, well-known, like, mainstream news media platform. You know what I mean? Didn't Biden do an interview or something with the Shade Room? Yeah. Just crazy to me. Which is so funny. And it's like last year, I mean, you know, before it was Hillary on Breakfast Club know what or, or have you. It's
1: like we need to interrogate why that is though. like for um, me, I don't look at them as like any kind of news. I see them as pandering to reach a general population. Like Hillary's having actual hot sauce in her bag.. Was crazy. It's insane and she should know better as an old white woman. Her team should have her known team better. should have knew better. Like it made sense to you to carry hot sauce in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> it made sense to you and then to say that on a radio, where the majority of the listeners are black. Absolute foolishness. For but Joe they B- propagate that. They too. propagate that and then for Biden to come on the shade room, like that shit does not impress me. I see right through it. Because if Biden if Biden did not need a black vote, he would not be on the shade room trying to reach us. Of
0: course. of course. I mean, the 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 whole the whole like Biden as an entity is so astounding to me and it just shows that the Democrats are really like Republicans like Like, he's a Republican. Like, he is just a Republican. And like, the only thing he wants is to win. And it's like, of course everything is motivated by that.
1: Does he? Like, Biden kind of, he kind of gives me like, he doesn't even want to be bothered with this presidency. It just took him he by storm. No, he doesn't. And he's just going on with the process. He, 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 does,
0: he doesn't want to be bothered with the work. He just needs—he needs to make it across the finish line. Like, think about how many millions he's fucking wasted, how many years he's been like, and he had, and 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 the other thing that's like super, like the first thing that's really offensive about him is the fact that like we know that he's a fucking sexual abuser and. He did the whole, like, I'm going to have a woman as a vice president thing, basically just as a stunt to have a bunch of women, like, go out and audition for his vice presidency to defend him. Wow. Which is, like, it's like a genius mastermind move, but it's fucked up. But it's, like, also, your ego cannot rest with your accomplishments, which have been myriad. Mm -hmm. Like, let's, let's, like, not judge the validity of them, but it's, like, you're an accomplished man. You're in your 80s. You can't... Your ego cannot let go of the fact that you are number two
1: to a black man and you have to has show us... to be a president.
0: Us, you have to show us that you're... And it's like... It's very bad. It's, it's bad. It's like he doesn't have any policies. He literally, like, his whole thing is, I can beat him. Over what... You're, like, literally exactly the same.
1: Wasn't he a part of, like, that 19... That 19- 90s or 1980s crime bill, oh, yes, yes,
2: and he stands by it. He's, he's the one. He still he stands is, by that. Is,
0: that's insane. That's why, he's like, one of the like people who push that shit forward. The
2: things we're talking about are like bipartisan. Like, I like both of these parties are so fucked. What what we're talking about and what we're dealing with every day, mm-hmm. interpersonally, like it's in our so work, rude. is is so removed. Like. This this mutual aid, this grassroots shit, is really the only way. You know, because the rest is noise.
0: Do you guys know anybody who is writing a new constitution? I want to find the people who are writing a new (laughs) constitution. Like, we need a new religion. We need like our spiritual life is completely broken. Like, there is nothing. Like, we live an empty life. Like coronavirus has shown us that that like by sitting at home like all of us like can't sit still like we need a new bible it's
2: about embezzling energy too it's about taking back energy lost it's about like using this time this like time and space to really um like take advantage of the fact that these people are bereft
1: come on, bereft. Oh, there's people, something distorted they, about the these psyche.
2: are depleted. And you know, on, they depleted. are, what's the, what they say to diet, what they said, um, dehydrated. <laughs> dehydrated. Right? Oh my God. They're, they're not healthy. So, it's like, while they're that way, in this state, we can galvanize our energy, our spirit, our religion, our culture, our music, our language, our joy, anger and we can cultivate it in so many ways um that they yet to know you know what i mean that's the embezzlement i'm on right now
0: that's not even an embezzlement that's just like stepping up you we're know? just
1: jazzing it up with embezzlement because it sounds better oh <laughs> that's good i like that okay but like yes, um, I am perfectly fine absorbing all of this white guilt money. Yeah. Oh yes, I want it. Sure. Like you have to. I'm really like sitting back and looking at it. Like before this, the money was just not as free flowing. Of course. It as it is there. now. It wasn't. They told us it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Like it's less, insane. Less they would
2: pay us less than other people. They would offer us less. You know what I mean? They would exploit our work, our talent.
1: The money was time not and time there
2: again. And that it was one thing that <coughs> would happen to me, but when it would happen to the people around me mm-hmm. or that I'm bringing into the fold or just my students, you know, and I'm sitting here watching you exploit youth who are already coming from places that of exploitation, it, beca- it was so compounded that I just couldn't take it.
1: Some of your favorite queer and trans organizations? Faves. Theft.
2: Embezzlement. Embezzle.
1: Suit budgets. (laughs) Baby. Um
0: truth. Uh but again it's not it's not embezzling because you're not you're just taking back what's yours. You're taking back what you're owed. Like there's there's so much more there's so much more to be taken. There's so much more that like people are stuck like and the thing that's really heartbreaking is that all that money that's coming. people that can give it, but are not the most culpable and not the most, like... Yeah,
2: don't no, have that, the mo- that like, is the true, the most to give. To give. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right.
0: And it's, it's crazy, and that's why I'm saying, like, let's write a new constitution, like, let's... let's like this, like this gathering has given so many people hope because it's like an organic meeting of people. Like it's, you just are taking advantage of a resource. Mm-hmm. Like make some ideological steps because I like we need. It's it's crazy that we still live make by a Make some document. ideological steps. Huh? Like well, I mean we are archiving
2: everything. You know we are we're documenting everything because.
0: But it's like can, like what I, really, like what I really need, and it's like I don't even know what you to ask for. But it's like I really want to see a new constitution being written. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm not a lawyer, but it's like, can we can we find some lawyers to like start drafting some shit? Cause it's like if they're out there,
2: we know them, and we're, or we're yeah. you know, six degrees. This I'm surrounded by the most magical, that would be brilliant f- people that would in an the fucking world. That would be amazing
1: and basil. Yes. To basil so to take the back the government. But like, yeah. that's
2: what you need. Well, do you, Mercy, do you think shit has to burn?
1: I think it absolutely has to burn down and start new. Like this company, this country, this yes, company, no shit, Loki the company, it was destined. This, like, it's just interesting, like, in the Constitution or something, or well, one of those laws, it basically says the American people have the right to fully overthrow the government if it's not doing what it's supposed to do, but we have not done it, because we're scared and then some of us don't know and, like, this whole thing is just shit Well people we're
0: people we are pack animals, and we tend to conform, and it's like it is it's been so hard for people Pack animals, you know, and it's like, you, you see conformity in, in both good and bad. And it's like, it's really hard to step up. But mm-hmm. right now we are in this chaotic, chaotic moment where you're saying, like, it's so much easier to, like, snap attention when you have direction. Like, it's like, on a microcosm, like, me making these masks, like, for weeks I kept on, like, asking people, like, organizations and, like, reaching out to politicians and being like, I need somebody to give me, like what is medically viable, like, what, like, hospitals will actually accept. And, like, I just heard crickets until I was like, oh, I just have to invent a system myself. Mm-hmm. And then I did, and then, like, people were like, oh, you actually had a good idea. And it's like, it. I, when I started out, I was petrified that, like, the masks weren't going to be good enough. And then I realized that, like, most people are just fucking winging it. And, like... yeah. Why are we still living by the codes of, like as we know people, there's no, like, a bunch of slave owners there's is,
2: no time to there's no need to
0: so I'm saying if there are any lawyers listening like please for fuck's sake like start writing a new constitution and it's like no, you know, I've, I haven't heard anyone talk about that but it's like that's
2: true people don't talk about that at all I think people are just more ready and willing to burn stuff
0: frivolously here's, here's, here's a question that I have for you guys the protests like my thing about burning it to the ground is yeah, uh, I fully 100% agree, but it's like, aren't the protests like asking? Like, it's like the, the logical flaw for me is like, we're not actually burning shit to the ground, right. we're still asking our representatives to do the work for us, yeah, and they're like. Officials of a broken system. So it's like, how is it ever going to be in there? Like, like Bernie is our like figurehead. Like, Mm -hmm. give me a fucking break. Like that man was born before India was a real country. Like, how is he actually the most progressive mind in this country?
2: He's surely not. But that's all they we they gave us. That's all they have. That's all they gave us. So that's exactly absolutely why things need to be burned and taken down from within, right? It's like eight pronged, if not nine, 10, 15. This has to be hit economically, like we need to be boycotting, we need to be protesting peacefully, we need to be protesting violently. We need to be, and black people and brown people don't need to be at the forefront of that violence. And it need to be like uh, corporate based, you know, we need to be burning the right shit down. Corporate as in institutional, like government institution, that is corporate. So, it's everything, and it's like, it's, like it's called to lawyers, called to artists, called to everyone to get in where they fit in, to find joy in what they're doing, as it be in resistance, is what I'm feeling and is what so many of us here, You know, like people come here and they figure out where they fit in, like what they can help, you know. Either whether it be the garden, um, painting, cleaning, moving shit, driving shit, building shit, installing awnings. You know, we got architects here, artists, lawyers, uh, educators. It's wild. We got
1: every we got a little something of everyone stylists,
2: here, right? fashionistas, photographers. Yeah, get
0: them to start reading the constitution. Yeah. It's, that You want to uh,
1: do it? Imagine.
0: Why not? It's like you can raise the first draft. It's not it's probably not going to be it. Well, you,
1: like,
2: you you got to help us. We need you we need you in there too. Cause this is a collective. I
0: just I don't, know, I don't even know if Yeah, I'm an immigrant. I've been here for a long time, but it's like I'm like do I cancel my subscription? Like mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, my people called me yesterday telling me and this is like people that I trust like foremost like like in their field. Genocide, Holocaust, professor, you know, like scholars. This my dear friend called me yesterday to tell me mm-hmm. to
1: get figure out how I'm gonna get out. She you said, wanna, What oh is your exit plan? Oh my god. I talk about that shit all the time. Okay. Well do you guys Cause I'll, I'll talk about that. I don't have an exit plan, but like I really do feel something terrible is on its way for this country and I don't want to be here when it happens.
0: Where
1: are you from? I'm from New York my entire life. My family's from the islands. Caribbean. Are you right New York City? I, yeah, I'm from New York City myself. Do
0: you have, like, do you have any kind of country base? Like, do you have anybody who
1: lives in the fucking suburbs? No. Actually, I have like some family down south. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like yeah, it's, it's no good for me Like I need out of the United States Completely Like I really Fear something terrible Is on the and Like It really I really don't believe in that whole I'm just following orders thing Like There are people in this country Who work in this military Industrial complex Like you don't see anything wrong With like someone over you Telling you to shoot innocent fucking people because they're not abiding by the law or something like that's how pathological it is that is insane that's that's the
0: conformity aspect of it it's like you can we all want to think that we would act differently but like given put in a situation like where everybody else is acting in a fucking insane way like You would probably, like, you know, the... the,
2: Those are points of privilege that I still have to reconcile. And even being black, queer, you know, like, not come from money by any means, but still know that I have had access and agency, access to knowledge and spirit and agency over my body and future in ways most people, white or black or what have you, do not have. And I don't know where that comes from. I Like, that is where the universe and notions of God just come into play. Because there's no explaining that. Why I should know Mercy. How I should have met you or Derek or anyone that is involved in this space. Like
0: The odds, like, I was never met, like... My parents, you were on my street the other day. Like, my parents were not meant to leave the country. Like, we were never meant to, like, they never meant to, like, we left the country because my parents got divorced and, and we came to America even because my parents got back together. Like, the flukes of that and, the, and then, like, the slim chances of me ending up with Wesleyan and knowing you, like...
2: Absolutely. And like
0: all the rings of yeah privilege that like I have been just like thrust into just by virtue of being in America, like I think about that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. It's impossible. The odds are so slim. But all of that aside, what is your escape plan? I mean,
2: I, yeah, I I don't care who who knows anything about me anymore. So if I have to get out of here, I'm going to Maine and those that I love, you could. if you're listening right now, I'm gonna tell you anyway, we have a, a route through Maine, okay? So just hit me up if you want them deets. <laughs> All
1: right? Yeah, we have it's to get fuck out I know of here. an old man with a bus. I know um,
0: one of my very dear friends, <coughs> the, my friend who came from Montreal to help me start Pocket, and then got sick and had to um, retreat back to Montreal, who's still dealing with um, a whole clusterfuck of problems because of coronavirus. She just bought a house in Canada that's right across the border from Maine and Vermont. There we go. So, if this shit actually becomes Gilead, like...
1: We're gone. Well,
2: yes, yes. Gilead. That is what she called me talking about. She was talking about Gilead, Gilead. I had to remember the reference. <laughs> um,
0: I only remember it because one of my friends, like calls me every once in a while asking me to confirm or disconfirm various um, conspiracy theories that his boyfriend presents him with. Sure. Yep, yeah. Me too. Every day. It's discernment <laughs> t-
2: at the 10th degree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there has to be a chain for everything. But um, he called me and he was like, yeah, my boyfriend like told me that this is gonna become a uh, handmaid's tell, like, please tell me how, like, tell me all the steps are gonna happen to, for us to get there. And it was when Gilead, like, the company that's developing one of the vaccines was in the news. And, it like, it, I had just read a news headline about them, and then he called me, and I was like, holy shit, like, they're gonna start giving us vaccines, and and then we're gonna get fucking sterilized, right. and, and that's it. Like.
2: And now we're non vaxers
0: <laughs> no 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 <laughs> but uh, i mean I, yeah but you can you can also uh,
2: yeah you can go to the service
0: oh that's so
2: exciting like.
0: uh mm-hmm. We can come in and open a
1: conversation to whoever wants to say anything yeah i'm to tell you something like i don't play with a lot of those vaccines today because like i'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist myself and i have no problem saying so Considering. The government coined the term conspiracy theorist because people were just asking too many questions that were getting too too close to a lot of the shit that they had planned and enacted like
0: I, I have to say, okay. I, I I get that, but at the same time, like I just like listen to a news report that said that a lot of people are not taking their kids to get properly immunized on time because you're afraid of the coronavirus, and like, measles could come back. Like, do you understand? Like, measles was fucking extinct. Yeah. Like and then you're like,
2: how much of this action, non-action, was like, strategized? Or, you know, like, that's the other dark hole, is like, how much of this was actually researched? You know, like- re-
0: Non-action, yeah, I mean, actually, non-action. Or was just crazy. the numbers it's of it all.
2: You know, the way that like, private prisons go up, and we- we don't question when 23 schools in Philadelphia, when 30 schools close down in Chicago each year, and then a private prison goes up, that's $6 billion, right, outside on the outskirts of a city. We don't question, like, the, what is it, return investment or research that went into all of that. And it's like... The fact
0: that there are more prison beds in the hospital. I mean, there's just, like... Right,
2: right. There was, there was studies done on how many respirators was available. Like there was, Bill Gates was talking about COVID a year ago. We
1: knew, we knew about the shit like way well until so last weird. year. I'm not
2: saying like I am, you know, fully subscribed to like the ins and outs of those conspiracy theories, but they do feel almost more like conspiracies rather than theories. Like it's so the disproportionate numbers is just crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's also like Mm -hmm. people because they don't know people who have been affected by it just are complete. Like, I think it's a lot of... Yeah.
1: Like,
0: the government would love us to (laughs) comply a lot more seriously than we are. Yeah. No, you guys, um, you guys are fine. No, get in on it. We, ja- we got Jasmine here.
2: We got Frida here, my granddaughter.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, we should embezzle our own bodies out of this motherfucking country. What did I just walk
0: into? What's your exit um, plan? Like, whoever stuff in. Started? I don't know. Ghana, do some shit? I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Ghana. You
4: should, you should start
1: looking into this too. Rather That's what here. we're talking about. Yeah. The, the goal is like get a ridiculous plot of land, build my home, live off said land, and not interact right. with other human yeah. beings for as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's yeah.
0: the problem with get... like, okay, here, so. My dad is like completely convinced we need to go back to Serbia. The shit is getting up again. once the election.
1: Uh, I would not be surprised if it happens. Like.
0: happens, and so he wants to leave like right now. Um, and we have a, a debate constantly between going back to Serbia, which is another urban center, which like disease-wise might not be great, or like maybe trying to find some sort of property like yeah a property in the country but his argument is that like being in the country
1: leads you to electricity outages internet outages oh not in this country oh yeah well, yeah no mm-mm. well then
0: then yeah then probably internet is not even but my dad is an internet mm-hmm. developer so he's like if I can't have access to the internet like one of the biggest reasons why uh I have this show and why like radio is an important thing is because my dad brought the internet into Serbia during like a fucking uh, ethnic civil war where we had a dictator and his students, he was a math professor, and his students started a radio station that was the only independent media source in the country, Mm -hmm. and he was like helping them and then found these Dutch people who like helped him bring the internet into Serbia so that when the government would shut down the radio station, they could
2: broadcast over the internet back into Serbia so mm. come on radio <laughs> I mean this we're is we're going to have
1: to get out of here but it's
0: still dependent on internet
1: you <laughs> have to bring me with you <laughs> I can't stay here. we're going to get that. out of here, we we
2: gonna here and we're going to get out of here together Everybody I've already mind.
1: established that I'm leaving like <laughs> my family behind like they'll be alright oh you are leaving family okay. I'm leaving them I get,
2: that's what I see. when she hit me with that text and then the so subsequent phone call I was like but well, I can't leave like I every my everyone is here. Like mm. I'm gonna be here until they're not. So that's what this is giving. We should end if we could. We should end with that bereft video.
1: Bereft. Is that possible? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So don't you understand? Just so
2: they just so they know our founding premise.
1: understand the people who practice this
2: thing? Anything else? Um,
1: the Venmo's and Cash apps? Yeah, 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 Go on, share, your Cash apps on. I God. Okay, so my Cash App is Dollar Signed Mercy Graves. Um, all blue faces welcome. My Venmo is Mercy Kelly. Yay! <laughs> That's it. That's all. Yeah.
2: All right. And if you wanna donate to public assistance, Cash App, dollar sign public assistance, Venmo, Don Christian Jones. That's it.
0: Come. Oh yeah, like come, space. like come here. If you
4: have paint,
2: like. Paint, paper, paper towels, food, water, toilet paper, brushes. We run out every week. Materials like fabrics, muslin, canvas, cardboard. That's
0: about
1: it. Okay, so we found it. Like, let's do this thing. All right, let's do this. Let me just set this up for you. So this is our outro.
0: Um, Enjoy. Thank you so much for
2: doing this
0: with me. And um,
1: there will be a uh systems radio station also that you
4: guys can listen to very soon. Um, stay safe, don't
2: be dumb.
0: Yeah. And I don't
4: know if I can if the racist white person I don't mean the person who is examining his consciousness and so on doesn't understand that he or she is also a race it's also constructed it's also made and it also has some kind of serviceability but when you take it away I take your race away and there you are all strung out and all you got is your little self and what is that what are you without racism are you any good are you still strong are you still smart you still like yourself? I mean, these are the questions. It's part of it is yes, the victim. How terrible it has been for black yeah, but people. You don't like that. I'm not a victim. I refuse to be one.
3: And the victim is the other person who is morally inferior, and well, that's who what that's a serious question.
4: Of course,
3: racism. If you to have to hold, that's for a, his or her own self-esteem and definition. If
4: you can only be tall because somebody's on their knees, then you have a serious problem. And my feeling is white people have a very, very serious problem and they should start thinking about what they can do about it. Take me out of it.
3: Then give white people some free advice. (laughs) They're all in my books. (laughs) And the advice is to come to grips of course with your own
4: fears absolutely your own Look at fears it. absolutely your own fears your own history and what you need what do you need this for you know it's not i said glibly a moment ago when it feels good it must feel good otherwise they'd give we'll it do. up it's wasteful right it costs a lot it's ugly it hurts what are you paying for that it's for? driven by
3: fear that's right yeah give me your take on rodney king and los angeles and and all of that experience.
4: The most remarkable thing to me about Rodney King and what happened afterwards was people kept saying, oh, this terrible explosion, oh, the riots, oh, this is awful and could have been avoided, or what is it about? What struck me most about the people who were burning down shops and stealing was how long they waited. The restraint, not the spontaneity, the restraint. Do you realize the moment to be anarchic was when we saw those tapes, when we first saw those tapes. They
3: waited for justice.
4: They waited. How long was that, nine months, a year? Mm -hmm. They waited for justice almost a year and didn't come. No one talks about the fact that no one ran out into the streets as I wanted to. I was sitting in there with my son. It was like a ballet. It was unbelievable. And I think everybody felt that way. And no one, they didn't do a thing. They waited. That's amazing. That's amazing to me.
3: But what do you say to those of the same color who were damaged by that? Final explosion of rage?
4: Oh, well, that breaks my heart. I'm heartbroken about the crime that's inward, that turns inward within the neighborhood. Um, There's an element of self destruction uh, that is there for all sorts of reasons, um, some of which are. The ones we mentioned in The Bluest Eye, which is just Mm self-loathing. Some is just Mm cul-de-sacs. Some is just a a world in which you cannot even be a man, excuse me, you can't be an adult without money. You know, when I grew up, you could be a grown-up and poor. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, I don't know, build a house or
3: go hunting or- You made a point somewhere where the choices are awful.
4: They are awful. So they have to have things in order to have respect. So they steal Steal. things. To get things. Right or you know because they don't have things so that that's heartbreaking and i'm very happy about what seems to be recently going on which is you know some real examination of what can be done that's a part of the history of black people this is not a new thing although some black neocons suggest that it is which is you Thomas thomas someone people like that yeah as though you know self-help was something really? they invented last year i mean Black people have always had charitable organizations, always help one another, I mean, that was always part of it. Um, And then there was a decade in which they were demanding rights at a larger, from from the government. But the whole business of self-discipline, and the responsibility of adults for children, there can't be that kind of gap anymore. That's what's important, and that it seems to me, I'm very optimistic about i don't know ben chavis being out there in the province, and then this truce i mean those are good signs um because if it spreads like wildfire for those young people particularly who may be in a position now to instruct the older ones i mean the people not quite in my generation probably in yours about what you know what needs to be done this is our work this is our
3: Ben Chavis comes from a religious experience. He, he actually grew up about 10 miles from where I did, um, and he, in Oxford, and I grew up in Henderson, and, and I now live near Oxford. Um, religion, has it served African Americans? Oh, sure.
4: Oh, sure. There's a lot of um, ridicule about uh, op- I know, certain elements of the Christian church.
3: Being an opiate or something.
4: That's right. But, you know, it's always been a political organization. For black people um
3: the only protector in many cases way back protector
4: and it was a, uh, a place we could get together yeah. and, and, um, and it
3: was jesse jackson once said to me back in 88 or one of one, one year he was running he said you know the thing the hardest thing for me because the black churches had served him so well in his campaign oh, yeah. it was oh, a yeah. place oh, yeah. he said the hardest thing for him to crack was white churches <laughs> i don't know what he meant but he just <laughs> said that that was the hardest place for him to go and it, if you looked at the politics of 92 President Clinton scored heavily because he had the rhythm, it oh, seemed to me. Don't you?
4: Oh, yeah. He was very comfortable with and very at and, home with Scripture. And gospel. He's a Baptist, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Okay, he has, I don't know what he is, but he, I think he's a I Baptist. I think he's a ba- Anyway, he, has, he does have that easy access. Yeah.
3: Are you a religious person?
4: Mm-hmm. You don't want to go any further than that, okay. do you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I want to talk a little bit about your private life, and, and I know you look at me like, no, I don't want to talk about my private life. Only this. Um, was it hard for you to I mean, a lot has been made about uh, teenage parents, mm-hmm. and you come step forward and say, "Well, wait a minute, you know there are a lot of grandmothers <laughs> who had kids when they were 15. almost defending. This, and a lot of people look at that teenage parents who don't have, you know, money, uh, money or That's a husband all. Well how about, How about a how about man? What? How about a man there?
4: Well, be nice, but the country says you can't have a man. All right, but I've come.
3: You raised your two kids. Your Mm -hmm. husband, was an architect, Mm -hmm. uh, left, uh, and you had to raise your own two sons, right?
4: It's terrible.
3: It was very hard. Yeah, awful. So, where did you call on to get it done?
4: My family. My brothers, my mother, my grandfather, my sisters. You know, my little saying is, you, one person cannot raise a child. Neither can two. <laughs> you need everybody. Yeah. You need everybody you know. And if supportive, I don't- That's right. Supportive. Well, I'll cry, I didn't live in that neighborhood anymore. I lived in New York. I was working as an editor. I was running up and back and forth to Yale teaching. And I had these children. So I had to send them home in the summer. My family had to come. I had to keep very close touch with those people. And even so, it was difficult very difficult they're guys after all and uh willful but that you need everybody and that's
3: but it seems that there's a breakdown in that
4: in what the family stuff yeah oh yeah the family yeah.
3: the yeah. In yeah. white black yeah. you know yeah, in all cultures right. it's happening in, in oriental yeah. cultures as well a breakdown in family and you can't have a conversation in america about family values because and we're going to talk about this uh, over the weeks in this broadcast because of the notion that it's become politicized. Mm-hmm. You know, if Dan Quell raises it, then it's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in a, in a, it, it gives it a negative spin or whatever mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. because of Murphy Brown. Mm-hmm. You, you, you fail to have an engaging conversation about what you just talked about. You couldn't have made it
4: oh, without no. family yeah, because you
3: wanted to write and you exactly. wanted to support exactly. and you needed to do things. That's you right. had your, your mo- Is your mother still alive? Barely. She's still, but she's alive. Yeah. they live in the South or she...
4: In Ohio.
3: In Ohio. She lives in a small town, same town? Sure.
4: Lorraine, Ohio.
3: She's still there. <laughs> she has yeah. an interesting first name. Was it Rome?
4: Rama. Rema. Rama yeah. is a city. <laughs> they picked her name out of the Bible like that. You know, he's open the Bible and do it yeah. like this. <laughs> she got her name that way. She yeah. didn't like it. Yeah.
3: Who's had the most influence on you?
4: I picked the, those two, my mother and my father, yeah. for different reasons. For different reasons.
3: Has it turned out to be the life that you wanted when you looked at where you are? Um, any regrets, any oh. Presented by Sleep Number, proven quality sleep.
4: It's time for the lowest prices of the season on the Sleep Number 360 SmartBet. She is a friend of my mind She gather me, man The pieces I am She gather them And give them back to me in all the right order It's good, you know When you got a woman Who is a friend of your mind